she's ready to go live. Oh, that's right. Brian can't hear everything. I wish Brian could, yeah. Yep. Just push a button. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, if you watched the show yesterday, you know it was my 1500th episode, and I was graced with the presence of none other than Dr. T. Colin Campbell. Well, today we've got a couple of his kids. We've got his son, Nelson, his daughter-in-law, Kim, and they're going to show you how plant-based living can be made really easy with an innovative food line from Plant Pure. It's really really cool. It's kind of like the, I don't want to say it's like the vegan version of Hamburger Helper, but it's better. So basically what you get are these cool bags of stuff that's really easy. It's like starter kits, right? It's like the ultimate plant-based solution. So let me show you the ones you get. So you got gravy. And of course, these are whole food plant-based. There's no oil whatsoever. You can make a mayonnaise. Look at this. Burgers. Everyone loves plant burgers. Peanut sauce cookies cookie mix <laughs> that's the heaviest one a coconut curry cheese of course it's not real cheese oh this is the one i want to try the most i just got these otherwise i would have made one or maybe i will make a video but this is the one i'm the most interested in because i use a lot of this enchilada sauce so please welcome the creators of these wonderful products kim and nelson campbell nice to see another campbell every day at campbell <laughs> Well, it's good to be on your show. AJ. Yeah, thanks Thank for, having for having us. Of course. So tell us about, well, you know, you're going to show us how to use the product, which is going to be fantastic. But I like to know whose idea this was, how long did it take you to get it to market, and how's it going? It's a combination of ideas. Okay, so years ago, back when our kids were little, Nelson used to say, wouldn't it be great if we could just go pick up some plant-based food or wouldn't it be great if we could just have some starter packs to kind of get the meal going so you don't have to get all the spices out and you know you get out the cornstarch and the vinegar and the smoked paprika and you know the all the spices and it's a it, it can be a lot of work um so we did all that work for you we created these sauce blends and then i'll let nelson take over from here because he yeah. was I, I developed them and then you actually create i mean built them well there. well it's really a combination of both of us because um as i've said many times before uh, our division of labor is she's a really good cook and so um i don't even try to do it what she does but i clean up so i i clean up all of the mess and uh, we have a nice division of labor in our we, house <laughs> we do so we're both working in here but um, I always thought it would be interesting if, if you know, there were packs of uh, dried ingredients mm -hmm. where the worst part of a recipe was kind of taken care of, you know, and it's, it's not just the spices, but it's other uh, flavorings and powders and anything that you can put in dried form. And, and it makes the recipe so much easier because, you know, then you just have to, to add some fresh frozen or, or fresh produce um you know maybe a starch base like rice or potato something like that and so it's really easy to do and uh it's it one thing i should say is we really shouldn't think about these as just sauce packs um these actually are meal bases so they go you know they're the the core of a recipe and all the recipes are online at plantpurenation.com and there's about 50. So I'm going to back, back you up a little bit. Yeah. One of the things that I did, because I've written three cookbooks, is I went to all of the cookbooks that I have and kind of looked at some of the base foundations and said, it'd be great if we had a cheese sauce or a burger pack so we could make meat burgers or broccoli burgers if, if we had that base. Um, so, so I have a new cookbook. And one of the recipes that we're making today, this one, it's really good. One of the recipes we're making today is actually spinach artichoke dip, and it's in this cookbook. But we're going to do it with the meal starter pack because it's just so easy. So, anyways, that's that's where my idea went to back to the cookbooks because so many recipes could be simplified if we had these. Yeah, and where the combination comes in, you know, I was looking for convenience. And then what Kim did is she used her culinary expertise to build these and to really build these as bases. So each of these packs can make multiple recipes. So 
all of them together support about 50 recipes. Mm -hmm. And I like to think about these as kind of a, a culinary key. You know, they're not just dry packs of things, but they're specially designed to support all of these recipes. And it just makes it easier to shop. It makes it easier to cook. So, um, so I'll, you know, I'll give you an example of those keys. Mm -hmm. is the cheese sauce. I, I go back to that one, but you could make um, scalloped potatoes with it. You can make New England chowder. You can make mac and cheese. Obviously, that's a that's a no-brainer. Um, but there's in the burger, the burgers, I actually can make a veggie loaf with the burger by just adding a couple, two or three ingredients. So there's a lot of recipes that are built around these. Um, uh, so I'm looking at the website now and the cheese pack uh, makes the most recipes, but just to give you an idea, uh, there's a loaded nachos recipe, a creamy white bean soup recipe, spinach artichoke dip, which can also be a casserole or put on mm -hmm. the starch base. There's the mac and no cheese, loaded baked potatoes, smoky mushroom, broccoli and cheese burritos, scalloped potatoes, New England chowder, creamy. creamy that, that's just soup. the cheese. And corn chowder, buffalo soy chicken and burritos, and it just goes on and on. So, so you can make a taco um, soup with the enchilada. Um, you could make, I'm trying to think what, I did a, a, a burrito, or, no, an enchilada recipe with it. I did a one pot, I don't remember what I called it. Well, um, you did Mexican stuff. Yeah, one pot chicken fajita, which is amazing. Spinach, enchilada enchiladas, one pot, Aztec quinoa, taco soup, you said, those are the enchiladas. So. Yeah, a lot of fun recipes like that. Yeah, so we've been, I mean, I've been, we were busy at work with a cookbook, but this is something we've been working on for the last six to eight months, really. More. Yeah, and this was very difficult, um, AJ, the producing food is a lot more complicated than people realize, you know, it's hard just to find a co-packer. And in this instance here, we were very fortunate. We found a new co-packer and the owner of that co-packer um, actually is a graduate of my father's e Cornell course at Cornell. So he was a plant-based and, and a big fan and, and he's been incredible. Uh, he's allowed us to use the ingredients that we need to use to create these. Um, we had a, a few years ago, we, we kind of had a version 1.0 dry pack line that was very different from this. And we were really restricted in what we could do because uh, we had a co-packer and we, we had to use only those ingredients that they had in-house. But in this case here, we had a lot more flexibility. Mm -hmm. But it's it's very difficult because you know the hardest part was what Kim did, but then you have to source all this stuff. It has to be economical, just a lot that goes into it. Yeah, but I use them all the time now. I, I, I'm kind of sick of them because I built them, but now that I've taken a little rest from them, I'm always going in there grabbing a box of something just because it's so easy. And you know, he, he doesn't cook. He's a good cook, but he doesn't cook. But cook. now you can <laughs> you can cook with these. I've seen you do it. So yeah, it's really I can nice. recreate yeah. all her recipes. Yeah. And also what's cool is after you do a recipe once or twice and it says, you know, add these vegetables and and then add this milk, the plant-based milk and then cook your rice, you can memorize that because it's just a few mm -hmm. things that you're putting together. Versus if you had to make that recipe from scratch, you had to go to the pantry, get all those, mm -hmm. all those things out and spices. Right. And right. so it just makes it a lot easier. And then to you do. can use your own produce because people have gardens and they go to farmer's markets. And so it's nice to be able to use fresh produce than just adding water and stirring. It's not, it's not that at all. Well, the other thing, thing that, that, we like, that we liked about this is we're all about how do we make a plant-based diet affordable and accessible to people? And what's nice about this, if you think about this as kind of a culinary key, it will enable people who aren't cooking from scratch now to start cooking from scratch and their food bills should go down. Um, the other thing we want to do with these packs is we're going to be working with our nonprofit and we want to develop and undertake outreach strategies and under-resourced communities. And when we do that, we're going to waive our profit margin on these packs so that they become even more affordable. So, you know, that's- Do you want to start making one just so they can yes. kind of see? We can talk while we're making it. Um, this is a cheese pack. I'm going to go ahead and put 
put it in here. Do we have any questions? Okay. Well, yeah, no, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna say, you know, we could almost call this plant-based cooking for hubbies. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the, like the couple that. of questions while the viewers are tuning in and maybe posting questions in the chat. The first thing that came to mind, which I know somebody is going to ask, is what is the shelf life? And will they ever come in larger sizes? So for example, if somebody right now you get eight different ones, but let's say somebody just doesn't like peanut sauce or whatever, could they find the one out of the eight they like and order multiples of those or maybe even order it in a larger size? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so good yeah. question. Um, so we set this up on the website, AJ, so you can on the car order. So if you wanted to order 60 packs of cheese sauce, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that, but you could. So you can, you know, order whatever you want and any quantity you want. Um, in terms of shelf life, uh, you know, we haven't had a chance to do long-term uh, shelf life studies, but, you know, these will last for months. So well, know, there shouldn't be a problem. And one way you can always make them last a lot longer is put them in the freezer. Yeah. Because if it's got nuts or seeds in it, you, know, you don't want it to go rancid. I, I would just put them in the freezer anyways. I put anything in the freezer that has a little bit of fat in it. Um, even flour. I put flour in the freezer. So. Yeah. But shelf life shouldn't be a problem for yeah. folks, you know, unless they're storing food for the end of days, end of times. <laughs> <laughs> I know there are people doing that. <laughs> Most people should be able to eat all of this before that's a concern. So, so. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and blend this. I'm going to get a little bit noisy, I guess. Just bear with me. Um, I'm blending it because this has cashew flour in it. And so we tell people to get a high-speed blender or get a Nutribullet. Or not, yeah, Nutribullet. Um, you don't have to have a Vitamix. You could soak it and use an old traditional blender, but I would recommend this. All right, here goes, Brian. I'm going to... Um, yeah, you just want to blend it long enough so you really get the get it smooth so it's not grainy. Um, and I added two cups of milk, so that's your only add-in. And if you notice, it's it's got a really nice cheesy kind of color, and that was because I put a little bit of turmeric in the pack. If you have this and you just memorize, okay, I've got to add two cups of milk. You rip open the pack. You you put it in the neutral bullet, you put your milk in there, you, you grind it up, it just takes a few seconds and you put it in here and that's your cheese sauce. And if you're like our daughter and you never follow directions, she put water in it. Did I she? said, how did it taste? She said it was good. Oh, so, wow. I mean, I would recommend milk, but um, plant-based unsweetened milk, but she did that. I'm gonna add, actually add a little splash of, for this recipe, this, is, this would be your add-in if you're following a recipe, just a little bit of vinegar, a, a teaspoon of vinegar. It just kind of gives it that cheesy feel. And then we're going to add all I'm going to put in here. And you, if Nelson's talking, you'll know. I'm going to put onions, red onion, chopped spinach, and artichokes that I chopped up. And, and what about this pepper? Those are to eat with. Oh, oh okay. So we have to taste test it. Yeah. That's the other thing we had to do. You can't believe how many times we went back and forth with a co-packer. We sent them the the formulas, they sent it back to us, we tasted it, it was different because they were using different things than we were using. So it's been a lot of, of back and forth, and I, but I think we've nailed it this time. But every time a product gets um, sent back to the co-packer, it gets better and better and better. And that, that's what, they're always changing their formulas. Well, one, so. one of our, of course, main goals is as we start to scale up production is to drive the cost down. And so, you know, we'll get volume discounts on ingredients, but also we're going to continue to make improvements to these as we go. Um, so we just keep driving the cost down. It's already getting thick. Now, you're still going to have your cook time. Yep. So one of the things that I did with this, and I do it with every recipe, um, you know, some people use a lot, a lot of nuts, like a cup of nuts and a cup of water. We took the nuts back way, way, way back um, to see how much we needed to really get that nice, smooth mouth feel. So we cut the, the nuts back as far as we could. So you know, there's cashews in it, but not excessive cashews. Yeah, one of the reasons for that too is the cost. cost. So you know, yeah. cashew, 
passion flower is very expensive. So we look at every ingredient and try to figure out how we can minimize the most expensive. And we're going to keep doing that because I really, we really feel like accessibility is really important, affordability. And I think we're headed into some tough economic times. So I think, you know, being able to deliver a plant-based diet to people affordably is going to be really important. Do you see how thick that is? That is so thick. So, you know, if you wanted it even thicker, I suppose you could add some of your tapioca starch, but I made this so that it would be very thick and I'd rather have you thin it than to have something that's too thin and you have to thicken. I don't really think you need to add anymore. Some of the recipes I had you adding less water or less milk. Um, so that's it. I'm just going to kind of turn it, turn it down, Nelson. Um, well, I'm going to put the spinach in there. That should wilt. It's so pretty. Mona wants to know, does it matter what kind of milk you use? I'm assuming, you know, plant milk, obviously, though. Yeah, I, 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 I always use soy milk because it has the least amount of ingredients in it. I just use the West soy or Eden soy, but you could use almond as long as it doesn't have vanilla or sugar in it. Right, so I you would want, an unsweetened, want an unsweetened one. Yes, unsweetened. I know a lot of people like the almond milks, but I'm not a fan because there's so many ingredients in them. And I just, I always get soy. Look at that. That is a dip. And then you can stick it under the broiler. You don't have to. Yeah. You also have in here, Kim, um, artichoke, spinach artichoke bait. Yes. So what you could do is you, if you wanted to, you could toss this, you could thin it out a little bit and toss it with some pasta. And it's kind of like a, a pasta bake. Or you could you could do toasted cheese sandwiches with it. Um, I'm trying to think what else you could do with it. You could just eat it the way it is. But that's what we're going to do tonight. You want to try it, Nelson? See if it's good. I know it's good. Yeah. We could that's probably sweet. really do us crunch because we have our iPhone. Uh-oh. Did they leave? I'm here by myself. They did mention that their Wi-Fi was not so great. Uh-oh, I can't finish this show myself, guys. Oh, boy. Hopefully, they'll get right back on, and I can talk to you about anything you want. Oh, here they are. <laughs> That's always scary. Like my little patch here, little Bailey. Oh, you guys scared me. Come on back. I'll answer your question. I'll ask them your question in just a minute, uh, Cheryl. Thank you for coming back. <laughs> We're sitting here eating and all of a sudden you're gone. The crunching from the peppers. I don't know. Uh, Cheryl wants to know, are, are your ingredients organic or non-GMO? They are all non-GMO. The co-packer that we use, there's not a GMO ingredient in the facility. Everything he sources is non-GMO. They are not organic because that would have taken us a lot longer to put that together and these would have been more expensive. Mm -hmm. Now, the good news though, is that the add-ins, the, the vegetables that you put into this or your potatoes or your starch base, you can get all of that organic. So even though these are GMO free, they're not organic, but you can still make a mostly organic meal. Yeah, organic cashews versus regular cashews is significantly more. So we wanted to keep the price affordable for people because I know that a lot of mainstream people are starting to do this and they get overwhelmed with the cost and the newness of all of it. So we wanted to make it affordable and simple. Nice. And there's a question from Susanna. Do you or will you ship to Canada? You know, uh, right now, I know that question always comes up and yeah. I feel so, so horrible about that because Canada, you know, we're, we're neighbors, we're friends, you know, actually the, the fellow who runs all of the logistics in our foods business is based in Toronto and he's Canadian. We will eventually ship to Canada, but there are differences in food regulations mm -hmm. and labeling requirements. Labeling, mostly. And so uh, we have to work through that. And this is a new product, and we haven't done yeah. that yet. Our frozen wine was actually produced in Canada, yeah. and we couldn't sell it in Canada. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. 
I wish we were a big foods business and then we could take yeah. care of things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Food is food is complicated, much more complicated than I ever thought. So I have so much admiration for people who start this process. Um, kind of like owning a restaurant. It's just, yes. There's a lot to it. A lot harder than a restaurant. Yeah. It's harder <laughs> than a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> we did talk about that a long time ago, but yeah. And Lisa wants to know, are these sold in stores ever? Eventually they could be, but right now we want to launch online because the shipping cost is pretty low because you can ship these, you know, reg uh, regular ground delivery. Mm -hmm. And so the shipping cost is pretty low. And if we sold in the store, we would have to pay the broker, the, the warehouse uh, supplier, the, the distributor, and the retailer. All the middle and yeah. It would it would be a whole lot more expensive. Yeah. Do you still have your other food product that you had? That is no longer available. Uh, as far yeah. as I know, it's not available. We're we're phasing that out. Well, you're, uh, you're talking about that. The dry, the dry line. Yeah. Are you talking about the frozen foods that we had, AJ? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, you're talking about the frozen. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so we do have that. We do have that. Um, we have. Uh, shifted our focus from frozen entrees to handhelds. Mm -hmm. So we've got a line of nine burrito, uh, burrito products that we're selling in various grocery stores. Cool. Do you know what they are? Not on the West Coast. Well, That's... They're, they're all on the website. You yeah, they're on the out. website. Yeah. But Publix is Publix was our first uh, grocery supermarket that took us on, which was wonderful. So that's the main one. Publix and Lowe's. Yeah, Lowe's Foods. Yeah. Nice. Well, just to concur what you said, Apple, who's watching live, says selling food is hard. She had a stall at the farmer's market for one season, never again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very, very difficult. And, and, and people don't realize that the difficulty, you know, and sometimes, especially with the new product launch, you know, things can go wrong. Um, yeah. Hopefully nothing will go wrong with this one. You're <laughs> but it seems like no matter how hard you try, there's always something. And competing with the, uh, you know, the big companies, the, the monstrous food companies, it's tough to compete with them, but they're not producing plant-based foods. And the pandemic actually really, really hurt uh, Plant Pure. Um, so we had, you know, things were kind of rolling along and doing really well. And then we got into the pandemic and, and lost one of our um, contracts with one of the supermarkets. So that was kind yeah, of a, well, a downer. So yeah, and obviously, you know, companies are making now a lot of vegan products, I think what you were meaning is they're not making plant -based, whole food plant-based. They're not making as much of the healthy whole yeah. food plant-based version of the plant-based diet. Hey, we got a we got a superstar watching. Chuck from Brand New Vegan is watching and he said, hey, Kim. Oh, hey, Chuck. Yeah, he said he's tried them yeah. and they're awesome. You know what I was thinking might be a good idea is if you you know, maybe hold on one by one and kind of like like you did, Nelson, where you talked about the different options for the cheese sauce and maybe kind of talk through each one, what they could be used for. You want to hold, hold it in the Okay, so one of my favorite ones, go to gravy. Because I love gravy. But and, it's but not really so much a gravy sauce. It's, you just add water yes. to it. It's a base. But I put mushrooms in it and gravy and it tastes just like gravy from Thanksgiving. So you can make soups with it. I think I have a Southern dumpling recipe. Um, There's a, a veggie pot pie egg roll. Oh, so I took egg rolls and I put them in muffin cups and stuffed them with vegetables and gravy. That's really um, good. Shepherd's pie. Mm -hmm. you pie is just you know, potatoes with, with vegetables in the middle and the base of it's the gravy mixture because shepherd's pie is gravy and mashed potatoes leftover. And then um, this one here is almost my favorite in the whole cookbook. They tell you're the son of a southern, southern mama. Southern style chicken and dumpling. So I this made, so yeah, so I made a soup with it and I used strips of whole grain tortillas. I cut them into strips and put them in the top of the soup and um, they taste just like dumplings. So and then mushroom mushroom off and burgundy stew. Mm -hmm. and, and, and thank you to Chuck Underwood from Brand yeah. New Vegan because he actually tested some of these. He started doing some videos and gave us some advice. And so Chuck's been really yeah. good. Yeah, thank Chuck's you. Good Hi, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for showing up. 
here. Want to do the burger? So the burgers, we have the Southwest Black Bean Burger. So let me tell them a little bit about this, though. I, I, I'm not a fan of instant burger mixes, but I love this one. It has so much texture in it. I use oats and bulgur and couscous and tomato powder. And you take, you put it in a bowl and you add boiling water to it, about a little over a cup. And you just let it sit for 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. And it really absorbs it. And then I fold in, you know, spinach or whatever you want to fold into it. You can make meatballs. I love this one. I, we use it all the time. Um, I. Go ahead. The one thing about this, you have to be really careful when we put this in the cookbook instructions is you have to be really careful not to overcook it um, because there are ingredients in here that can get a little gritty if you do that. So. You're so picky. I think it's fine. <laughs> well, um, so there's the black <laughs> bean burger, the cheese, Thai peanut burger, um, a beet burger, garden burger. The beet burger is very good. Yeah, and then you can also make this into a veggie loaf. Yeah, I make this into a, a really nice like Thanksgiving veggie loaf. It's really good. I put some chickpeas in it. Um, go to the peanut sauce. Well, now. Actually, here's the coconut curry. This one's actually really a fantastic uh, pack. As a I didn't develop this recipe. Um, Jason Boyer, who works for us, developed it, and he knows his he knows his Asian spices. It has like. Orange peel powder, lime powder, star anise, ground fennel, ginger. I don't know how he did it. He's a master of it. But so with this, you can make a red lentil dal. You can do curried ramen bowls, coconut curried, cauliflower and butternut squash. I made samosa potatoes with these. Oh, excellent. And then I did chana masala, pollock paneer. And I didn't have to get one spice out or thickener, nothing. nothing Cur like that. Curry, butternut soup. So thanks to Jason for this because he, he did a great job with that. Um, and then enchilada pack. Okay, this is the one AJ said she wanted to oh, try. Yeah, we so I, I use this for stuffed peppers. I mix you know the filling with this. I have um the fajita pasta. Yeah, it's kind of creamy. I use butler soy curls, Aztec quinoa, spinach and broccoli enchiladas, a taco soup. This is really nice. It's pretty thick. There's a lot in here too. There's a lot of tomato powder in here. And, and the, the mayo here is just through the roof delicious. So mayonnaise has been one of those things that I stress about because you've got to get so many ingredients out to really get that flavor. It's all in the pack. All you do is add tofu, an extra firm or firm cake of tofu and, and mix it. So you got this nice big cup and a half of tofu or mayonnaise, and then you can make dressing with it. You can do like a herb dressing. Um, what else I did? A blue yeah, cheese a dressing. dressing mm -hmm. herb ranch, did I do just, blue cheese with this? I don't think I haven't developed it, but I'm going to. Yeah, so here's yeah. these are just initial recipes. So Kim is going to keep working. I'm going to keep this. adding to them. And then the peanut sauce is last. I love peanut sauces because um, I like Asian dishes. And this one has lime and a little bit of um, coconut sugar, and chili powder. You know, I tried to scale back on things, you know, some of the sugars and stuff. This has vinegar powder in it. What do I make with it? Asian, Asian noodle, noodle salad. Thai peanut chili, Asian broccoli salad, African stew, which a lot of people make, mm -hmm. and the pod thai. This makes a really good African stew. And, and, then, and then here's our naughty. So our, our daughter got married a year ago this weekend and I made these little mason jars with cookies and I, I put all, probably not all whole food plant-based. I put chocolate chips and flour and oats because that's what she asked me to do. And then I thought we should make a cookie pack. So I made a cookie pack. I love these. All you add is like three ingredients of peanut butter and you can add, you add a little bit of milk and some applesauce and you have a cookie. So it's peanut butter, cut bars, yep. chocolate chip cookies, brownies. And muffins, blueberry muffins with these. And you could take this too. I did it. I made a fruit crumble. So I put fruit on the bottom of the pan and, and made like a cookie mixture and then just crumbled it over the top. So it makes fruit crisp. I haven't put it in there yet. I'm still working on that. Yes. It's a work in progress. So Mona would like to know if the instructions to use these are only in the cookbook or are they on the package as well? Uh, they're, in, they're on the website. Yeah. So um, we wanted to set it up that way. Uh, because again, there's multiple recipes per pack, so you you couldn't really fit it on the pack. 
And also being online is kind of cool because we can continually mm -hmm. update it and modify it. Add to it. But if you're asking about the base, like how do you make just the cookie mix without doing any other recipes, that's on there too. The basic recipes on. So it's all on the website. And then you can print them. Incredible. Yeah. So one day, if these sell really well, I'd love I'd love to do a spiral bound book with them. But we'll see. But even that, you know, we thought it's most important yeah. to make them printable because if it's constantly changing, you know, you're yeah. going to want to go yeah. to the website to see what's there. Yeah. And hopefully people will give us ideas of cool things that they did with these packs. Yeah. And I can add them into that too. So. And yeah. Florence would like to know if you can comment on the sodium content and that information is available on the website, all the nutritionals, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Yep. All the nutritional labels are on the site. So um, first of all, I, sh I should say that the recipes that these packs make, we say they're generally four servings, but those are pretty hefty servings. So if you compare them to the serving size that they use on products in the mm -hmm. store, it's probably in many cases, it's more than four servings. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. Um, but what we tell people is this is the flavorful centerpiece of the meal. So, you know, generally the the milligrams per serving are under 400. But if you have this for lunch and you have this flavorful centerpiece for your dinner, but you have side veggies around it, maybe a salad, you have fruit and veggie snacks during the day, you have a low or no sodium breakfast, it's just super easy to keep your, your daily sodium count well under 1500 milligrams. So. Yeah, you don't need to salt your food either. I yeah. think there's plenty of flavor in it. It's yeah. pretty good in that regard. Yeah. So Linda wants to know, do you have to use the entire package all at once? Oh, you know what? I, I, I would only because there's particulates in this. So, I mean, if you shake it up and measure it and you divide it in half, you probably could. But like the peanut sauce, you might get, it actually has whole peanuts in it. So you might get more peanuts if you start splitting it in half in one section and more in the, less in the other. But I guess I would recommend it. But I think you, you try I, it. I, I, yeah. I think it's a good point. I think it would be hard to sort of divide these up because there are different particulates and they settle out. But what we always tell people is two things. One is, and this is the way we eat. So if you make mm -hmm. a bigger batch than you consume for dinner, mm -hmm. these are great leftovers. The other thing yeah. you can do is they you can freeze. freeze yeah, they freeze really too. well. The so, burgers freeze beautifully. Yeah, so. so if you're just a single person and you're doing this, you can kind of look at this as batch cooking in a way. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to go to the effort of making the burgers and baking them, I just bake up the whole batch. But yeah. but I understand that that's hard when you're just one person cooking. You know, six burgers. That's, that's hard. We, we do that all the time. Just the two of us. We'll make a bigger batch for dinner. And then we have the leftovers for Nelson lunch. Nelson and I like day. to eat. We we can we can kill one of these packs in two meals. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> stress eating, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> nice. People are commenting on how much they like the documentary, Nelson. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we uh, did a limited online release with Food Revolution Network, and we had a big response. Um, over a hundred thousand people just in a, you know in seven days. So um, we are, we may be announcing something fairly soon uh, because of the interest in the film. Uh, I think we're gonna speed up the public release of the film. Um, you know, we were looking at, at doing that through Amazon or Netflix, but that's gonna take a while. And so for a lot of different reasons, we're thinking that we might put it up, uh, place it on YouTube and stream it through our website where people can come and it would go through the nonprofit website at plantcarecommunities.org where people can come and watch the film and learn about what we're doing there, maybe hopefully help support us. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we so, just sent out an email today asking because um, to, keep, to keep this kind of thing flowing and you know, being a resource for people, you know, having sponsors is, is really nice. I'm going to start a cooking show. In fact, we've already done a couple of videos. So those, um, we have a guy, uh, Brian is editing all of our videos. So um, they're going to be coming out. So all of those things cost money and take yeah, time. We would so. encourage people to go to plantyourcommunities.org yeah. and consider becoming a monthly supporter. 
Mm -hmm. um, we did send out that email today to 113,000 people. I, you know, just being honest and transparent, we were disappointed. We, we, we haven't really seen a response to that, which was a little perplexing to us. We don't- Well, oftentimes they go in people's spam folders. You know, a lot of people got it. Um, yeah. So the 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 few the few the small number of people who responded are are our friends. <laughs> um, so we're hoping we can uh, somehow get the word out. You know, we're trying to do some really good things through the nonprofit. And um, sometimes, you know, Kim and I we we look back on the decisions that we've made, and you know, we we could have focused on one thing and one product, and just focused on making a lot of money and getting out there and you know, mm -hmm. doing that. But instead, you know, we did films, we did, Kim did cookbooks, we did uh, the pods, you know, that's really taken off thousands and thousands of people meet every month to support mm -hmm. each other. Um, but the downside of that is that we don't have the money that we need to sustain what we're doing. Yeah, we have a lot of people so, that the person who's holding my phone right now taking this video, Brian Olson, he does he he actually helped create the film. He's he's, yes. he's an artist. So all of those people um, support Plant Pure Communities. Yeah. So so that part of our life is is difficult yeah. and stressful. Yeah. So, so one of the viewers isn't aware of the documentary. Maybe you can tell a little bit about it. And also, people are asking, mm -hmm. can they still watch it? Um. So they can't watch it uh, now. We did a limited release over seven days with Food Revolution Network and really appreciative of them doing that with us. They're a great group of people. Um, but it's not available today, but, but stay tuned because I think we're gonna make an announcement early next week about the availability of the film. But, but basically what we did, and Kim was a huge part of this because It's she, such an awesome film. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She cooked, she, her and our friend Fernando Peralta cooked meals for a group of people with advanced diabetes taking insulin over 10 days. And we also had a physician there, Dr. Marbus. And so in the film, we show how type 2 diabetes can be rapidly reversed within days and people can be healed. And then we use that opportunity to springboard into some larger arguments and, and digressions about food and immunity and some things around the pandemic. We, we don't talk about masking or vaccinations or any of that stuff. It's also, it's a nonpartisan film politically, um, but it's a very compelling film. It's a very provocative film. And we talk about pharmaceuticals and the pharmaceutical industry. And, um, I, I won't tell that part. Yeah. We actually had a little bit. We actually had our participants watch one of the. Well, no, no, you're doing oh, that right. Okay, I'm yeah, not allowed to say. Yeah, I was told way to, too much. Yeah, you have to. When, the, when you can watch the film, watch it. Um, it's one. Uh, I think we're six or seven, maybe I think six awards and honors at different film festivals, which was surprising to me. I, I mean, I was proud of what we've done, but. I didn't know it would do that well in the festival circuit. So. I think for me and what a lot of people said when they watched it, because we showed it to our pod and, and our community here, is the connection with the people. I mean, Plant Your Nation was a great film, and we, sh we talked about, you know, why we don't know this information in the government. But this is this we got really deep with the people and their struggles and the healing process that was very mm -hmm. powerful. So watch it if you can. And I, I think it'll be out next week. Yeah, and it, it, it probably will be available on our website. And what you'll do is you'll go to the page where that where you could where the viewer is, and then we'll explain to people what we're doing and wanting to do through the nonprofit. And as you go through that process, if you feel motivated, uh, please consider, uh, you know, becoming a monthly supporter because, you know, I don't know how much how much longer we can do this if we don't mm -hmm. get some. We so love, supportive. but we love what we do. We do. Um, it's just, you yeah. know, it's just challenging with limited resources. So. Aww. Well, if this will help, Linda said she just ordered the starter pack. She loves trying new things and is okay. excited and loves supporting plant-based companies. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. And, uh, other nice comments about the documentary from the people that have already seen it. Allison says, great documentary. 
And Alora says, I just became a monthly supporter. Well, thank you. Hi, Alora. Alora, I think, is in one of our pods locally. She's in. No, well, no, you, uh, how do you know that? Because I did a cooking class on Friday, and there was a lady there named Alora, and I'm pretty sure it's that oh. Alora. <laughs> was her last name Burton? Is that you, Alora? Were you in the class? I think so. She says it's her. She says it's I, her. Who has the name Alora? It's a beautiful name, so I remembered it. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And Dale saying, do they all have sodium? Everything has sodium. You're probably talking, do they have added salt? And yes, there is some, and the nutritionals are on the website. Yeah. And again, what I would say is keep in mind that these are uh, four, generally four servings. Um, as compared to other products in the store, they're probably even more than that. And again, this is the flavorful centerpiece of your meal. So you have to look at your sodium count and totality during the day. And taking into account breakfast, side veggies, salads, fruit and veggie snacks. And so it's, it's pretty easy to keep your sodium intake well under 1,500 milligrams. Mm -hmm. yes. That's fantastic. So let's see what you got. The, what, do you have people buying them separately? Like, is there one that is just like the most popular or you don't know yet because they're too new? Yeah, we don't know yet, know. but I already know what's what's going to be popular. I think it's going to be the cheese, the burger, the gravy, and the cookie. Yeah, actually. But 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 I love them all. Those are just. I was looking a couple of days ago, and it seemed like the cheese and burger packs are selling. Yeah. Maybe I think some people are interested in the mayonnaise also. Mm -hmm. But but I would say all of these are delicious. Yeah. You know, so so the first thing people should do is order the complete set, and just try, try them. them. All. Try them. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a starter kit, huh? Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of all you need in your pantry to live plant-based and it makes the shopping process easier because you have to buy fewer things. It's a it's the hamburger, it's it's the plant-based version of hamburger helper. It's really what it is. Yeah. Healthier. What did they taste the creation in the pan with? asks Stephanie. What? Uh, what was that? What maybe did they taste? Yeah, maybe she's talking about your little uh, stirring implement. Um, well, we had the peppers, so we we we. Were oh, what do we taste it with? Yeah, with the pepper. Oh, these are bell peppers. The, the little baby bell peppers. I I get these all the time because I snack on them, so they're they're nice. Yeah, I love those. I those like the fry them. Do you think you'll create more of this type of product using the recipes in your book? Like, I, I don't know what else could be instant, for example. I probably won't create any more for a while until we see how, how we, how, we, you know, what the response is from, for these. Um, if this response is great, then I'll probably get back to the, you know, drawing board and try to create some more. The, the, the dream, the vision is, you know, this launch does well. And then with that under us is to start working on not just improving these, but also expanding them and adding new recipes. Mm -hmm new packs and new recipes to the cookbook. Cause this, there's, there's no limit to what you could do with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot more recipes. That's actually, initially we, we wanted Chuck to help and he can still of course help us with recipes cause he's so great with developing recipes. Is I, 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 I just wanna create more recipes with these packs. Cause they're sort of the foundation of 95% of my recipes. Um, so yeah. And then we're hoping that our customers will write in with ideas also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, things that they've done or ideas that they yeah. have. So it's kind of like a crowdsourcing process. We, we so appreciate people's feedback. Mm -hmm. I know when during the pandemic and I was doing cook-alongs, um, we cooked every week and people gave me feedback. I would not have that cookbook if it weren't for all the people that tuned in and gave me their thoughts, you know, good yeah positive and negative so that helps us so yeah yep mona says she went on the website and she can't figure out how she can order separately like like she's saying all she's seeing well, is the order. yeah all. so if you if you scroll down you see the complete set and then if you scroll down the page uh you can order order things all at heart so it says individual meal starters pick your own quantity uh, and then maybe, what, maybe Brian, if you want to show. Yeah, so all all you have to do. Oh, I know what the problem may be. 
some people get a little clue. Just click on the image, like this cheese starter pack. So if you want to order that, click on it and it says add to cart. And you want to add to cart however many you want, and then just go back and keep ordering. So click on the image and it'll take you to the page where you can add to cart. If you do it too many times, um, go to your cart, you know, you can delete. Yeah, the cart, the cart symbol is up here so you can see what's in your cart. Right. And Dale says, do you keep these on your shelf or do you keep these in the refrigerator? You keep them, they're shelf stable. Um, but if, if you think you're going to buy these and they're going to sit for two years, well, they might, they might, I mean, yeah. put them in your freezer. If, if you're not going to eat them right away, like Tim says, the freezer. Yeah, I mean, I think anything that has a nut in it or, you know, fat, I would put it in your freezer because it will go rancid. I am so sensitive to something going rancid. So I keep everything in the freezer, like flax meal and cashews and walnuts and sesame seeds, all that stuff goes right in. There. And I even keep flour in there because there's fat and whole grain flour. So Nice. But even putting it in the fridge would help too. Right? Yeah, if you put it in the fridge, yeah, refrigerator, it'll help slow it down too. Yeah. Uh, anything with fat, I, I would do that. Even nut butters, all of that. Here's a fun question for Stephanie from Stephanie. What do you guys eat in a day? Same things, different things, same thing every what day. Do we, so every morning for breakfast, this is funny. Nelson gets his fruit. He makes this giant fruit salad, like a your grapefruit and your oranges. You can see them in the back and he puts, I put berries, he puts berries on it. And then you put your mixed nuts and seeds on it. I just have it. a small handful of yep. nuts and seeds. You do that. And then I get, um, I had oatmeal this morning with black meal and berries. I do that quite a bit, but then I sometimes do whole grain toast with a little bit of peanut butter and a dish of berries. That's almost every morning. Yeah, but then for, for lunch and for lunch, a lot of times we'll have leftovers mm -hmm. from the night before because it's just easier. So we'll have this for lunch tomorrow. And then for dinner, Kim makes a huge variety I, yeah, I like to cook, so I do different things every night. I I love Italian. I think I was half Italian. And she generally oh, makes a big mess of these jars. I do not. I do not make a big mess. I like to cook. It just, you know, making a big meal, it's just relaxing for me. So I, I enjoy it. But I get it when people who don't, because I have nights where I just don't feel like cooking and that's where these come in, in play but so for lunch today they wanted to know what we had so I'm going to share we had um I make a big salad every week and a great big tub and dressing so we had a big dinner plate with salad and chickpeas and then I air fried potatoes and we had french fries french fries chickpeas and salad and that's a really typical lunch for us yeah. um, and if we're not having leftovers if we're not having leftovers right we do is you know it's nice to snack on like you know raw things yeah. so a lot of times late morning I, I get really hungry and i'll come in here and get a carrot mm -hmm. <laughs> i get you know i like carrots but yeah, and then we have worry. a dog that's really bad at begging and <laughs> loves carrots so he yeah. always enjoys the carrot or baby them. carrots are his treat uh -huh. so yeah so guys and then Oh, let me just, because some people are saying they don't know what you're cooking. So I just wanted to say, if you tuned in late, I'm here with Kim and Nelson Campbell of Plant Pure Nation. And we're talking about their new product, which is a plant-based meal starter pack. And it comes in eight different varieties that you can get on the website. The link is in the show notes. It's in the chat. So for example, there's burgers, coconut curry, enchilada sauce, Mayonnaise, all plant-based and oil-free, of course. Cheese, of course, non-dairy. Cookie mix, peanut sauce, and gravy. And these are shelf-stable. They last a really long time. And you can create multiple meals with them. And all the recipes and how to use them are on the website, which is also linked below. I had a suggestion, though. I was thinking to make them even more user-friendly. I'm thinking I have a lot of friends that are older than me. And by older, I mean 10, 20, even 30 years older. And they don't, they're not real internet people. What if there was a way you could print it out? So like if I were to give this to one of my friends in their 90s, I could give this to them with a little piece of paper so that they don't yeah. have to. Good idea. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is a good idea. And actually... Mm -hmm. Uh, we hadn't mentioned it before, but um, 
again, we're, we're trying to get this out quickly and see how they do. But I think uh, maybe the next production run, we'll go ahead and put a hard copy of all of these recipes. And then when people order, we'll give them the option to have that included in their order. So I wanted to say one thing, because I know a lot of people are really into the gluten-free. Um, I'm not gluten-free, but almost all of these are gluten-free, except for, I believe the coconut curry does have some whole wheat flour, white whole wheat flour in it. Whole no, grain. Not white flour. White whole, whole wheat flour, flour, which is just a different type of grain. That's all. It's just a little different wheat. But the cookie mix is um, gluten-free, and I'm working on that because our co-packer told us that the cost of that's pretty pretty expensive. So, we so we're changing the formula a little bit. Um, I'm probably going to reduce the almond flour and because that was expensive. But all of these, I believe, Nelson, they're gluten-free. I don't know why they would have gluten. Yeah, they're gluten-free except for, this well, the burger bad. has wheat bulgur in it, so if that's not. The cheese is gluten-free. So two are not. So that's a plus. Yeah. That's neat. Well, I think it's very creative and what a, what a fun little idea, you know? Yeah. Very creative. And yeah, I think that'd be great if people could get, because even though we want to save trees, some people just don't want to have to look stuff up, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. No, that's a great idea. Yeah. 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 Do you guys have any more questions for Kim or Nelson? You, I'm surprised they didn't ask you in addition to what you eat for a day, what you do for exercise. That's usually the second one right after that. So we do exercise. He goes to the gym, but I walk a lot. I walk three or four miles. I'm working on the weight bearing exercise because I know that women, it's the number one thing that women can do. So I go and I'm really good for two weeks and then I fall off the wagon, but he goes to the gym. And Jim, Jim walks and talks. I, that's what I talk to my kids. I pick up my phone. I talk to them for a long time. So, and that sort of keeps me sane. So I, usually I walk in the middle of the afternoon and by the end of the day, I, I feel pretty good. Yeah. You have doggies, I'll, right? I do. I do. So they're not here because they would be making a lot of getting in our way. Are you walking them when you're talking on the phone? You know, AJ, I used to walk them, but the, the younger, the pit bull that we have is super energetic. And she took off after a squirrel one day and took me down. So I don't, I don't walk with her anymore, but she, she, we live out in the woods. So they get plenty of exercise here. Yeah, we have, we've had so many different dogs over the years, <laughs> you know, we're kind of big animal people. And, um, so we, we were down to one though. Oh, you gotta and, tell the story. <laughs> yeah, and so one afternoon, our two daughters got together and apparently they did this right in front of me but I was checked out like I sometimes am. And I didn't, I didn't even hear any of this, but they, they launched a plan to go buy us a puppy. And so they took off and they drove a couple hours. They went to this place and they came in with a bag and they said, we've got something for you. I don't and even know if they bought it. They went and got it. it. And they pulled but... the puppy out of the bag. <laughs> and the, really the puppy was like this super tiny. It was yeah. three years ago. And now the puppy is huge. Yeah. She's like almost 70 pounds. But at first, because yeah. I probably had a stressful day or something, but I, I got really upset. I said, what are you doing? We can't take another dog. You know, well, because we can't go <laughs> and, anywhere. You know, you can, yeah. you're so limited what you can so, do. So then though, I woke up the next day because I thought about it. And I thought, man, they went all the way over there to get us a puppy as a gift. And so I said, you know, when... They got up the next morning and said, thank you so much for that dog. Well, he loves and, the dog. It's, and the thing is, it's the best dog we've ever had yeah, because therapy. Um, I didn't know a lot about pit bulls because I used to hear those bad stories. But uh, one of our daughters had a pit bull, so she kind of knew. But these dogs are very interesting. They actually used them at one time as, as sort of nanny dogs for young kids because mm -hmm. they're very loyal. But the thing about these dogs is they're incredibly emotionally connected. So this is the most loving dog, mm -hmm. the most physically loving dog we've ever had. So and yeah, we never let animals up on our furniture, but but we have a new rule now. Molly's she owns the couch. Yeah. <laughs> and what's, but what's interesting, I think about it, is if you take these dogs, and a lot of people abuse these dogs, and so if you put them in the backyard and they're chained up and they're isolated and they're all alone. They're going to lose their minds 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's when you hear those stories about these dogs, but, but actually they're just incredible dogs. AJ has a dog that's human I too. Know. She's sleeping. Bailey. Maybe I'll pick her up. Well, I, I'm wearing her right here on my, uh, on my shirt. I got this from one of the guests, Lori, Dr. Lori Marvers from plant-based telehealth, but they changed uh-huh. the name of their company. So I put a patch over it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't I mean, she's, in, she's in our film. I, I think yeah. I yeah, no, she was great. She, yeah, she's yeah, she great. Well, it's, yeah. it's funny because yesterday when your dad was on the show, I asked him if he had any pets and he said he's never had any indoor dogs. No, you, you didn't. They, they never, even when we go visit them, we're not allowed to bring our dogs in the house. Yeah, but they do not, like mommy. <laughs> but when we were growing up, though, we had, uh, we, I had a, a dog. But, but it was outside. But they wouldn't let the dog, yeah. It was, out, it was outside, yeah. That's crazy. That dogs belong inside and on the furniture, in my opinion. But, you know. Yeah. I, there, there's an old saying, if you want the best seat in the house, move the dog. <laughs> yeah, oh, so, yes, true. so we have to put a covering on oh my house. gosh covers and this is yeah. What they said, so she yeah. Says. yeah yeah well i hope people will try this because uh i think i think it's going to be so convenient for people especially busy people working people or even just people that it's just like you know on the nights that you're just too busy to cook you just pull out a pack and make it yep. happen yep yep keeping people plant-based that's the goal what could be easier? Uh, Gina says, thank you, Cam- Campbells, and the camera person. See, that was so nice to thank the person behind the camera. Thank yeah, you. he can't hear you, but Brian Brian Olson is holding the camera. He's wonderful. <laughs> I think he's starting to sweat. <laughs> he's doing a good job. He's not making, well, you know what? You can you can pay him in whatever the delicious thing you made, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Has, has, has your mom, Karen, tried these yet? Has Karen, <laughs> um, has Karen, yes, you heard his parents have tried them. They love them. We have to send them a pack. We haven't done that. You know, I was out, just thinking these could make great stocking. It's a little early for Christmas. It's not even summer, but Ooh, great stocking yeah. stuffers. I mean, look for how Mother's Day gifts. How about That's Mother's right. Day? Mother's Day is right around the corner. You know, yeah. don't cook, Mom. Here you go. Yeah, I think that your mom would really like these because I think as you get older, you just, she was a great cook, but I think that she cooks less now than she did 10 years ago but i yeah i think she would love these well i know she's tried a couple of them so yeah yeah. great and so where do people find you where do they follow you if you want them to follow you yeah so uh very simple plantpurenation.com and we redesigned our website so when you go to the home page it tells the story of the Mm -hmm. meal starters and then you can actually start ordering them right scrolling down that page mm-hmm. um we have a sub page for the meal starters too but we kind of push that all to the front so it's really easy just go to plantpuredation.com mm-hmm. and then we have a nonprofit at plantpuredcommunities.org and that's and, where you can watch the film right and if you oh by the way if you want to get the announcement on when the film is going to be available subscribe mm-hmm. to so you get our I'll also post it. I, I post for Plant Pure Nation and Plant Pure Chef. That's my my site. So I I usually post on all of them too. So if you're if you follow me through Plant Pure Nation or Plant Pure Chef, I'll post it. So yeah. great, well, terrific, so great seeing you guys again. And Nelson, yeah, thank you, AJ. Yeah, my pleasure. Any more documentaries in your future? Uh, I do have a concept that I think is would be. But- better and more impactful than what we've even done in the past. And this one would revolve around the environment, um, economics, uh, or even ethical considerations. And it's, it's, an, it's, it's an argument that I've been thinking in my head of how to weave all of this together in a way that would be really impactful. But in order for us to do that, you know, we have to be able to sustain our our nonprofit. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where we're experiencing a lot of stress right now is we we are short of funding. And so if people want to help to support what we're doing, uh you know I'd encourage people to go there and that's how you sign did up to become from food to freedom. You did that with a yeah we, we did that donation. Right. Yeah. 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 There's Great. just a lot a lot we'd like to do, but you know our challenge is funding. So, so I Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, buy some of these so that you can support the work. Yeah, that, that helps too. <laughs>
And thank you, AJ. I know that we you fit us in. I know your schedule is very busy. So we really you're, you're VIPs. You didn't have to wait like everybody else. Well, don't. You know, when you when so when we did the announcement and you heard about these and you immediately reached out to mm -hmm. us, that means a lot to yeah. us because what we do is is hard. You know, and again, we're doing this a lot of times without full funding. We've had to spend a lot of our own money along the way. And so when people like you reach out to help, it just is really meaningful. So, so Aww. thank you so much. Well, thank you. You guys do so much good. It's always a pleasure catching up with you. All right. Thank you. AJ. Thanks, AJ. Thank Have you. a nice evening. Thank you. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow for two shows at 11 a.m. We have Robert Cheek interviewing another amazing vegan bodybuilder, Roger Smith. And at 1.30 p.m., none other than Dr. Michael Greger. Take care, everyone. And buy some of these.